Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're unfailable. This had it, I've been on is incomparable. You're back in the United States. I'm back on United yeah. States. Yeah. Unfortunately. For now. <laughs> For now. I how like the way was, that you put that. Yeah. How was the trip? Oh, the trip was incredible. <laughs> how long was it again? I was there from June 30th to July 9th. Okay. So like nine days-ish. Yeah. Uh, not long enough, for sure. What was your favorite part? Oh, there's so many. Um, So I flew into Copenhagen. I spent like the majority of the time in Copenhagen, but there was like two days out of the trip where I also went to the Netherlands and I saw Amsterdam which was cool. Um, I did not know like what to expect when it comes to both Copenhagen and Amsterdam. I like knew that these were popular cities that people that travel go to. Like when I studied abroad, there were plenty of people in my class that went to both of these cities, but I just like, I don't know why I didn't have a interest, but for some reason I didn't. Mm -hmm. So I really hadn't like no idea what to expect I kind of just wanted to see what my genuine reaction would be and they both like blew me away I really enjoyed both cities I would say like there was something special about Amsterdam that I just really like yeah yeah I don't know if it was like I think actually like just being completely honest I had pretty bad weather in Copenhagen for the first like half of my trip then I went to the Netherlands and it was like 80 degrees and sunny yeah it's so like I'm in sure the winter that... when you travel and you're like do i want to move to florida like... right <laughs> right exactly it's because you're so deprived of like the nice weather that when you finally have it it's like man i love it here <laughs> yeah that's funny um, but i will say like amsterdam has like these canals like throughout the city and like that was just really beautiful to see and there's this very I guess Denmark has the same thing. I was going to say this very relaxed, like tranquil vibe to it. And in both countries, everyone gets around by bike, which I love that they're just more environmentally conscious than than we are here. And things are just very accessible. You don't need to have a car in order to have, you know, a full life there, which I love. Um, so, yeah, I guess my favorite part would just be... Um, how blown away I was when it comes to Amsterdam I think just because I I'll never forget that now you know yeah that newness feeling is like such an adrenaline rush I like completely forgot what not that I forgot but okay so like I was abroad for a semester in college I know I've mentioned that multiple times now but um I really loved my experience coming back to the States after that was really hard. I was not one of those people that wanted to go home. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not, I did not want to go home. There was no part of me when I, um, my mom came to visit me at like the very tail end of my time abroad. And then we flew back together and thank 
goodness that she did because I was emotionally like not good. <laughs> <laughs> you would just skipped your flight. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> honestly, I just was I the moment we landed, I was just like so like sobbing so upset because it was just I wasn't ready to come back, but I had like a no chapter other just ended. Yeah. Like a <laughs> and it was like the best chapter of my life yet. Yeah. So for that, yeah, for that, especially because when you go abroad, it's not, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like at least my experience, the schooling was very easy. We had a lot of like free time to do what we wanted, but it's not the same in the fact of like just a vacation that's a week or two long because that whole time is just, well, your dopamine is just heightened and it's the excitement of a vacation. Yeah. When you're, when you're abroad at that two week mark, that goes away. And then like, at least for me, that's when like culture shock kind of started for me. And mm -hmm. that lasted for a couple weeks. I was very uncomfortable and I was thinking, why did I do this? I want to go home, but I had to push through that. And then once I pushed through that, you know, things started to balance out and I right. just started to appreciate the differences that, you know, my home country versus like this country that I'm temporarily staying in. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've experienced both types of traveling, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And when it comes to this trip, it just rekindled this memory of mine of, Man, I really like that uncomfortable feeling. I you know too. what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. Yeah. Like it's it's fun when you're when you're just feeling like, oh shit, this is weird. This is uncomfortable. This is new. Like I haven't experienced mm -hmm. that internationally, but it's like when I do these, you know, month, two month long stays with my remote job, it's like, right. oh shit. Like the newness is wear worn off. Like two weeks mm -hmm. has gone by. Now I'm kind of here and this is a bit uncomfortable, <laughs> but right, yeah, I yeah. kind of like that. I, I, I feel like now more than ever, I chase uncomfortable. It's just nice to feel something new and, and know, oh, I'm about to face some challenges and yeah. Exactly. And the day, so like when I flew over there, I had a night flight. So my flight was at like 10 PM on a Friday, that whole day I was an anxious mess I mean I was panicking pretty much the whole day because I'm I will say I have pretty bad luck when it comes to flights just in general like mm -hmm. my shit gets canceled all the time my shit gets delayed all the time it's just what happens to me and that's exactly what happened we get onto the plane um and the worst kind of delay is when you're already on the plane so you can't like walk yeah, around you are imprisoned to your seat which sucks because I'm already thinking this is an eight-hour flight I'm anxious enough that I'm going to get restless leg from the eight-hour flight but then there was a two and a half hour delay so it's like this flight is now technically it feels like it's ten and a half hours because yeah. I've been sitting here oh that's brutal it was rough it was rough and I honestly did have a moment where I started to cry on the plane <laughs> on the plane started oh. to cry but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get there eventually. Yeah. I'm going to get there eventually, whether we have to deplane, whether we have to just keep waiting here. Um, 
I'm going to get there eventually. And that's enough for me. And that kind of like grounded me and I stopped crying and I started listening to a Brittany Broski podcast. And I went from having a moment of like complete sadness to like laughing so hard that I'm (laughs) sure the people around me thought that I was literally insane. That's me and Theo. I'll I'll be listening to Theo at the grocery store and I'll just be turning, turning into the bread aisle, just laughing so hard. Like I was laughing so hard that my like my abs were (laughs) oh my god my abs were on fire and I'm like trying to like cover my face because I'm it was just people actually saw you crying and then saw you laughing yeah I mean the guy next to me did (laughs) and then we had a conversation he was like he was actually this like younger he wasn't really he was like a uh like a teenager like 17 years old maybe um and he was from he was from like Norway or Sweden or something like that. And he like made this comment. He was like, yeah, I saw you crying. And then I got, you know, I felt bad for you. But then a couple moments later, I saw you <laughs> laughing. So I thought everything was okay. And I was like, hi, I'm Julia. That's just <laughs> me. <laughs> you want to check out my podcast where I talk about these types of emotions? Right. Like this is very on brand for me. This is not a new, a new thing, not a new situation. That's hilarious. So do, and I, I don't know, this This is kind of a trigger for me. Do you have like airport cravings? I used to love that. Um, Honestly, no. And nice. I think it's maybe because when I see other people now drinking in the airport, I kind of think it's depressing. There is like a, but but that's on brand for me, right? Like, <laughs> I love that. I love that uh, depressing type vibe when I drink. So maybe that makes sense. But I get what you're saying because it's like everyone's alone kind of. No one's really mm-hmm. – you, mm-hmm. you, you might say something to the person next to you at the bar, but it's not like people drinking at a patio. Right. Just a very like – and most people have their AirPods in. So I know what you're saying. It's, it is the, same, a... it's the same reason why I've been to Vegas before and I promise you, Blazik, I don't think I'm ever going to go to Vegas ever again because I that is really booked a flight to Vegas two days ago. <laughs> it's the, it's the most depressing place I've ever been to. Like seeing people sit there and play the slots is uh, like. I've always that... said casinos are, are depressing. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, just, it's like it's so brain dark wash. in there. It's like and... you're watching someone in a cult just like. Pfft. Yeah. Yeah. Bra- yeah. It's like brainwashing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be there for gambling, so that's good. We're, me and my buddies are flying KC to Austin to watch like a, a K State football game, and then like mm. the next day we're going Case or Austin to Vegas for a K State basketball game. Okay, we play LeBron James' son, so this is like the closest I think I'm gonna be able to get to meeting LeBron. So, you know, gotta take the opportunity while yeah, you have gotta, it. Gotta take it. Um. So yeah, hopefully I don't see too much depressing vibes in the. In the casino, yeah, that's I different. I feel because it, yeah, it's different. It's different when you're just going for the point of gambling. I just feel yeah. like gambling is is depressing. It's hard for some reason. It's hard for me to to watch people, and I, maybe it's because like I have a, this tendency of like taking on other people's emotions. Like I feel like I'm such a sponge when it comes well, to traveling that. Traveling must be hard because <laughs> airports are just 
True. I was having my own breakdown though. So I was kind of preoccupied, but when I was in Vegas, it was just like, I felt like I was taking on the energy of the people around me and I was just like sponging it up. And so, um, yeah, I don't think I'll be, I'll be going back to, back to Vegas in this lifetime. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so I got a new job, which is why we're using a new Zoom link. <laughs> what? You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I was letting you have your time. Um, yeah, sorry. I was also like kind of um, people couldn't reach me because I didn't have I purposely did not purchase data. Nice. I wanted to only be able to use my phone when I was on Wi-Fi, yeah. which I highly recommend a week off of your phone. It is like a reset in your brain um huberman recommends it so we know it's real that's that's when you know if andrew (laughs) says it then it's true um yeah that we can talk about that more later but okay your job (laughs) um yeah so we're on a new zoom link due to that also sorry if anyone from my old company is listening yeah i was using the company zoom ha I didn't want to pay Pass for... out the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, we're at a 40 minute limit today because we're on the free version. That's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my job is just incredibly stressful mentally. Um, and I was just, yeah, I was kind of looking for a way out, but also trying to like go, you know, tough it out, be mentally strong, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I finally like hit the the point where I was like, yeah, this isn't the the move. So I told... Uh, I kind of got to be careful how I word some of this because some of this doesn't need to get out. But essentially, I drew the if line. If you need to take pauses, then take pauses. Yeah, no, no, it's it's cool. I, I essentially, without detail, and I can tell you off air, drew like the line in the sand um, and got a job offer that day. Like I was like, hey, I'm done. Boom, job offer came. So like yeah. the universe rewarded conviction. Like Nice. I drew the line. Boom, job offer came. And yeah, like it's so the crazy part is I since Tuesday, I've had off work and I have off till August 1st. So three full weeks of no work and my whoop. I have a whoop. Do you know what a whoop is? Mm -mm. So it's it always stays on your wrist like it's charging right now. That's the battery like that. So it slides on and off. But so it's always like analyzing your your body and it, it tells you like recovery and heart rate and stress and all that. But on day two of being like free from work, it's, I got a notification that said my central nervous system was operating 15% better than normal. Oh, I bet. <laughs> After two Dude. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, that's, that's an illustration of the stress, but yeah, I think the new job will be good. It should be a lot more low key. Um, it's in KC. So it's a hybrid role, but there's no required days. But like stoked about that because I mean, as you know, like it can be rough working from home nonstop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're like really excited about that cool downtown office. I have friends that work there. It's gonna nice. be yeah, it's gonna be like much more low key, less stress. Right. And is it the same like industry or is it a different industry it's still software sales okay but different like in like i'll be selling to a different industry okay gotcha 
Yeah. And somehow managed like a, a pay raise too. I didn't expect that. <laughs> That's um, always great. If we can have less stress and more money, then we'll take it, you know? That is the most ideal of situations. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So just been like hella chilling hard. And yeah. I feel like it's for some reason in the States, it's very like looked down upon taking any time like mm -hmm. every time that I've switched jobs I've given myself a long weekend like a Friday <laughs> yeah. Saturday Sunday and then I'm right, right back, back in it, it with a new company and um I'm pretty regretful of that actually I feel like I should have you know when one chapter ends and another chapter begins I feel like it's more than acceptable to give ourselves time to transition yeah. and to process be. the fact that something ended and then something else new is is coming um so yeah i'm glad that you're taking that time basically because i feel like for yeah. some reason that in other well just in other countries in general taking extended periods of time off is completely oh. normal <laughs> completely normal Not it's, even it's in something they jobs no it's just what you do in the month of july like yeah. that's just what they they do so um it is interesting it's crazy like the number one response I get when I tell people is like, oh, I would go crazy. Like when I say I'm taking three weeks off, that's like, I've heard that a lot. Like that's the number one response that I've gotten. And, um, but yeah, that's that just shows grind like, culture is right. like, is like shoving this narrative down our throat that if you are not constantly being productive, then something's wrong with you. And I'm trying to be productive in a different way. Like I got a massage on Thursday. I'm going to a sound bath today. I've been paddle boarding as much as I can. Like I'm doing these things that I've put off because mm -hmm. I've been honestly just like the weekends I've hit and I've been so exhausted from the work week that I don't want to go paddle boarding or, but right. yeah, it's like, I'm going to the gym. I'm, tr I'm trying to do like yoga, um, like the sound bath, massage, all these things that keep me busy. I, oh, here's a good one. I, I started like landscaping my back patio, just something that has grown so many weeds and I can't even relax back there, but it's yeah. like, oh, this is like a good opportunity to do something that I have the mental and physical energy to do. And it's going to yep. make me feel way better come fall when it's nice and I can sit out there and yeah. So just like, I feel productive i wouldn't even say i don't feel productive but i i think that's like the general consensus i think it's because hear. we're seeing we see as like being productive i'm using air quotes as only taking care of like the like financial slash career aspect yeah. of your life and i think that we're forgetting a lot of the time that like we're a pie chart of like many different aspects and like taking care of oneself slash hobbies slash things you've always wanted to get done that never had the time to get done. Like those things are very much part of us and yeah. should be very important. And yeah, it's going to look a little bit different because maybe you're not making money off of like <laughs> doing this landscaping project yeah. at your place, but is it going to heighten your quality of life? Probably. And so we how have, is like, that not productive? We literally have visual data that just showed us like my part of the pie chart pie chart for my nervous system like expanded yeah <laughs> literally got to see that which was wild to see so it's weird that we don't prioritize all the other 
aspects that we have simultaneously going on in our life, we end up just it's um, our fault neglecting them. Like we know, we Mm -hmm. know it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of our fault. I know it is like scary to ask for time off, and some of us have jobs where it's harder to ask. You know, I mean, some people have jobs in. I know in restaurants, it's extremely difficult to ask for time off because one, they're gonna roll their eyes so hard. Right. to um you don't get paid when you're when right. you're not working at those jobs so like I get it I understand why totally and in my industry like if I take time off then I'm kind of taking three weeks off because I'll lose pipeline I'll it's you know you got to keep the train moving to keep it going right so I get why people don't but at the same time I mean it's it's so crucial. I mean, I feel better right now than I have in a long time. I just, mm-hmm. for the first time, I just feel real calm. And because even when you take time off, when you have a, a stressful job, you're almost thinking about coming back to it the whole time. Yeah. Thank God. I feel like I actually um, was able to completely separate myself (laughs) the no data thing probably helped a lot (laughs) yeah unplugging completely was was so unreal and amazing um but yeah I think I would say majority of the population when they're supposed to be enjoying their time off it's just like that week back at work is like seeping in to the PTO time Because you know you're almost doubling up, which is like how it it shouldn't be that way. But that's how our system works. It's like you got to come back. So annoyed by that. So it's hard. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's hard, but it's been amazing. I mean, I I highly recommend everyone quit their job for (laughs) (laughs) first and foremost. First, yeah, like it works out. Just quit no, but job. I mean, I think that it's just important that um, m- my dad actually, when I first landed back in Chicago, he like got randomly like deep and inspirational with me when he was texting me because he knew I was really upset about being about being back. And he just said something like, um, you know, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet or not. I actually don't think that I have, but I was already thinking about possibly making like a big move to Europe next year. Yeah. You talked um, about it on the, the last pod. Oh, I did. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I don't know what I talk about here and what I talk about on TikTok. It all like blends together. Um, And he was like, if you see yourself doing that, and if you feel like you're going to regret not doing that, you should go do it because you're free. You mm-hmm. get you get to decide like don't feel like you're stuck and that's what I feel a lot of the time is like what do you mean I can't, you know, I can just quit my job and just live off of savings for a little while and see if I like you know, moving my life somewhere else just to see. That is technically a possibility to me. It's just like our society is telling me like that's stupid that's not a good idea. That's not a well-informed decision. Oh, you have savings. You should have more savings if you want to do this. It's like, there's <laughs> always going to be like a reason why not to do it. Yeah. And, and my dad has a pretty like conservative way of thinking in general. Um. So for him to say something like that really helped me in that moment, because I really didn't want to 
like be back home so mm-hmm. soon. Um, so yeah, just like the, you are free and you are not stuck was just like, those are such simple phrases, but it's yeah. like, we forget that all the time. Yeah. I mean, I will say, and I, I, I think a lot of the times we cast our insecurities on other people. So I'm guilty of it a lot. So if like, just as an example, if you were to say, oh, I'm going to move to Europe, maybe I would be like, oh, that's a bad idea, blah, blah, blah. But maybe deep down, that's just because like I, not that I'm tied down at all and I could figure shit out, but it's like, oh, I have a dog. Like I probably couldn't do that. So mm. I think a lot of people think that way where it's like, well, my job is here and I'm not going to leave it. So Julia shouldn't go to, I don't think that's the thought process. I think it's just. Oh, being... I think it's happening subconsciously. Yeah. And we yeah. are free. I mean, I think we often get caught up on the word should too. I should be doing this. I should be doing yeah. that. We don't have to do anything. And right. we can we can write our own story. And I mean, if you were someone that was going to go over there and just live off, like not work and just live off there, then that's one thing, right? But it's mm-hmm. like you're capable you're going right. to go figure it out. You're going to be a right. contributing member to society. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. Yeah, why not? You know, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. And I think that my plan would probably be like, I would first probably do a situation that's kind of like a tourist visa mm-hmm. where it would be like three months. Um, I could be there for three months legally. Um, yep. And you're actually not allowed to work, though, when you're on that type of visa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that would be just like a good test run to see if yeah. like, is this something that I want to do long term? And if it is, then I can kind of make more permanent decisions, like when it comes to like either work or going back to school or whatever it might be. Um, Could you keep your job then, while doing that or no? Um, Like you'd probably have would to work ha- at night or later in the day, but. Oh, no that wouldn't be allowed really if I'm there on a tourist visa. Yeah. That would not be allowed. Um, I thought you were saying like, if they gave me time off and I could potentially come back. Oh No, no, no. Just if you could work like remotely. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's not, I'd done a lot of research on this, (laughs) not an option, but, um, that could be a great trial period. Yeah. Cause I feel like again, like three months is a good amount of time where it's like the initial, excitement of like new place mm-hmm. has worn off at that point and then you kind of get to see it with the two weeks i mean two weeks is about that's well that's I'm just like. what happened to me in sevilla like when i first got there i was like this place is incredible and i love it and then all of a sudden i was like wait there's no target here <laughs> target. <laughs> what do you mean like where, where, yeah like where where am i supposed to go and it's just also like it took my body um, time to adjust to the diet there. I have like a very sensitive digestive system. And so like that wasn't great. Um, they're on a completely different um, clock too. Like it's yeah. it's not it's not a nine to five, you know, structure over there. So yeah, just like all these things that um, eventually become your reality. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a slap in the face a little bit. <laughs> And it takes time. It takes time for like the burn to go away. And then you realize like, then what I ended up realizing was like, I actually like this a lot better (laughs) than whatever I had going on back home. But yeah, I mean, I think you'll know, you know, like when, when it starts becoming real or maybe it already has, like, I don't know. But I think that 
us as humans, like when the decision starts becoming real, we know real quick whether that's like an idea or mm-hmm. it's something that we truly want to do. It's mm-hmm. almost like I love when people like can't decide shit. I always say flip a coin and you'll decide when it's in the air, mm-hmm. um, like what you want. True, true. And yeah. I always feel like that's when shit, like when it comes time that you kind of have to make the decision, you're going to know and mm-hmm. either one's okay. Right. And then also like, what's the, I don't know. I just feel like what's the worst that can happen? Like it doesn't work out. And then I'm back here in Chicago. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, all of our worries are basically tied to work. I think, I mean, mm-hmm. cause it's like, Oh, I might lose my job and then I have to find a new job. And that's kind of scary. Cause the unknown mm-hmm. of that. Right. But that's really at this point, the only thing I think holding us back mm-hmm. from most. And of I just our... don't see that being like enough or like good enough of a reason mm. to like hold you because it's like in the reality it's like I'm not married I don't have kids yeah. like if I am gonna do this probably now would be the right time now meaning like I don't know six nine months from now I'm not really even sure exactly yeah. um but yeah I don't know I just feel like the worst case scenario is like I'm back here and then I'm right back where I where I started and yeah. like, yeah, getting a new job is, you know, uncomfortable. It's not we, like we the most get laid idea. off tomorrow, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, these I companies, mean, it's not like they don't, I mean, I, I, I would say that they appreciate me and, you know, I right. like, I really enjoy working for my company. I do want to want to say that, like, I love the, um, work from home opportunity that they have given me that really opened my eyes to like, I actually really need to prioritize that probably for like my life going forward um but at the same time it's like we are employees we are numbers um it's just something to keep in mind and if you got laid off i don't like yeah you'd be bummed but i don't think you would be like oh my god this is the end of the world but some for some reason when we look at it as leaving the job then it's like 10 times worse like oh but i made the decision to leave so now there's right hey i can yeah it it adds and i'm such a like i love to hold on to like guilt like any way that i can blame myself in any sense of the word like i want to take that and it's so hard to be mentally aware enough to be like i don't need to carry that you know i'm a human that wants to experience new things that's that's a very human thing of me to do it's not like i'm this one-off situation and i'm being insane right um so yeah, it's hard though. It's harder said than done or easier said than done. Yeah. But I mean, I would expect judgment if you do it and you already know that and mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be it'll be perfectly fine. Like, I mean, I've done it so many times in my life and sometimes it's been a mistake and sometimes it's been the right decision as far as moving. Um, and that's the thing too. Zero it's like I've been in, I've been in Chicago more or less my whole life yeah you know and I and I love Chicago I do it's like and Chicago feels, will always be there yeah right and that's the thing it's like Chicago will always be here and um I don't know I think that um I'm in like a mentally good place that I feel like when I do face the adversity of like you know trying something new because that's gonna happen like shit's gonna hit the fan I'm gonna oh yeah see hurdles like I think I'm going to have the mental capacity to handle them better than if I were to have done this like in my early 20s. Yeah. So with that note, 
with eight minutes left on our counter. Why are you going to be able to handle those uh, <laughs> obstacles better today than two years ago? <laughs> two years ago, maybe it would be more or less the same. Well, no, I mean... Sorry, sobriety. I was having, trying to have a corny segue into sobriety. There, sobriety, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Talked. No, I was going to say, I guess the, the thing that has changed in the past two years is the sobriety thing. I will say we don't have a ton of time left, but traveling while sober, oh my God, made my life so much easier. Yeah, those so many things are different. Yeah, and also um, just like the logistics of like being out I don't know it just like it made everything less complicated yeah yeah I mean I and I spent that. less money too the money the mm-hmm. money. it's like free you know what's crazy is like when I went to Chicago I think I spent like 150 bucks oh yeah it was like we everything we did if you was... want to travel on a budget stop drinking alcohol it's crazy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so crazy Basically yeah. like free. I mean, but that's what so much of sobriety is. You're just kind of like bebopping around. <laughs> well, you're just rediscovering like these situations that once seemed like, oh, that's going to be so expensive. It's like, is it going to be so expensive or are you just making it so expensive? And, and I don't, you know, I want to be sensitive to the fact of like, I'm privileged to be able to even be thinking about doing this. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I'm in a financial situation now that I I can think about this as a reality. But there's been many years of my life where it was absolutely not a option for me. Yeah. But also at the same time, it was like I was making less money and I was spending so much on booze. Like, how does that make any fucking sense? I literally remember like times in my life where, you know, like when you're younger, it's like, oh, I have $300 and like to my name, you know? Yeah, like, just $300 <laughs> Period. Yeah, just like 300 bucks and you just go spend 80 at the bar and no worries at all. Like, oh, it's, I mean. Like, what is the percentage of that? That's awful. Yeah, like now if I went and dropped 35% of my net worth. <laughs> at a bar? At a bar Shoot me. In a real, that would not be good. Like, but that no. back then I just didn't really care. It's but because it, it was normal. It, it felt normal. Everyone else around you was probably doing it. So why would in you college, not? In college, you probably spend like 80% of your net oh, I had le- I had nothing. I had nothing to my name when I was in college. I had no business buying rounds for random people. Oh, yeah. You were the round girl. I was so generous. So generous. And I had no business because I was like, A, just like, digging myself into student loan debt and then also on top of that i was like making minimum wage at a restaurant job so great i mean that's but i and i also am pretty passionate about this too but i think like sobriety really just leads to career growth going off the charts it's i really do think that so it's it's not only that we save a lot more money i just truly think we make a lot more money well, you're pulling the curtain to like whatever you think is like attainable in yeah. your life. Like this is this is as good as it gets. And it's like when you stop yeah. drinking, you pull that curtain and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity all around me. I was just so tunnel visioned and yeah. blind. I had my blinders on. Like- well, it's hard to think, at least the way that I drank, it was hard to think big picture because it's just every day I'm hungover. 
It's just like you're just cool. trying to survive the day at that let's point. Let's knock out these tasks. Let's <sighs> let's get back to it to this evening. So small, like the life. So small. So small. And yeah, just full circle moment. Like the trip that I had just recently just like reminded me of like how big the world really is and how big life can be. It's just you have to do the scary thing and you have to go and get it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, like I'm I'm a big fan of the comfort zone. I love it, but it's pretty pretty basic routine place. I mean, it can be mm-hmm. comfortable, like obviously. It can be uh like yeah, you can you can be going to the gym in the comfort zone. You can be right taking your cold showers in the co- like you can be doing a good routine, but it's what you know and it's nothing. And I think that there are certain seasons of our life that we need that. Yeah, me too. Me too. We need that in order to set us up for success when we take the plunge for for something new. Yeah, you almost need to like go up, even out a little bit with the comfort zone, make the next because if you're constantly grinding and and pushing yourself, then that's just burnout. Right. You're and asking you're, for burnout at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I think we've all I mean, I've even had like sobriety burnout where it's like eight podcasts a day. Like listening to eight sobriety podcasts a day. I haven't posted a TikTok in a really long time. Yeah. I actually like deleted the app there for a bit just to, mm-hmm. I haven't felt like a ton of, I really just like think the podcast for me is, it's the easiest as like, it just feels natural. I it think feels natural for me too. I think it's honestly the biggest impact that we can offer. TikToks are great, but I truly think long form, it's almost like a meeting, you know, it's like going to a, not today, today you just got updates on our life, <laughs> but Julie and <laughs> I haven't okay talked too. in like three weeks, so yeah, um, yeah, so we're catching up, but yeah, like for me, it, it's what feels the most impactful, I guess, because I can say like when I was getting sober at TikTok, then it changed my life, but podcast did. Mm-hmm. Right. Not that they're not helpful. It's just, you know what I mean? And I think we're just going to go through, you know the motions right like I'm sure I'm going to probably go through a TikTok phase you know eventually where it's like I have a bunch of creativity and I need to get it out I can't wait till Sunday when we record (laughs) do you know what I mean so yeah I think both both are okay and both can coexist right I'm with you I'm with you well cool we got a minute left so unless you have anything super exciting to share we can um just thanks for listening um if any of our listeners have made the move over to europe um hit me up my dms are open on instagram love to chat and i hope you guys have a good week yeah yep all right peace have a good day bye